and you travelled here all that way to return Chagris's dagger to us. I knew it would be important to you. Mongris, your uncle dies a warrior's death. He was defending the honour of the ambassador. The least we could do was bring this to you. Thank you. You said that earlier, that the doctor had been here. Could you tell us about that? It was a long time ago. I was a child then. I found him with his companions, hiding in an alleyway. They were kind. One of them was called George. He made me laugh. Did you see his ship? His TARDIS? The big blue box. Yes, that's it. I said goodbye to them outside that box. It must have been nearly 30 years ago. Could you take me to the exact spot? Do you remember precisely where it sat? Of course. It isn't far. Mina could take you there if you like. Thank you. You've been so kind. No, Maron of Khan. Miss Scott, it is I who must thank you. Chagris's spirit will now rest with those of his ancestors. I am, we are, eternally grateful. It sat right there, in that corner. Are you sure? Yes. Yes, I can feel it. Oh, thank you, Mina. Thank you. You can feel it? Yes, it left an echo here. When my fingers pass into the space once filled by the TARDIS, I can feel the rush of the vortex brush across them. Can't you feel it? No, I can't. Thirty years? I don't know what I expected chasing a time traveler. He's always going to be just out of reach. Here. What are you doing? Close your eyes. Breathe slowly. That's it. Let me guide your hands. Right here. Do you feel- I saw it. I saw him. That was a long time ago. Centuries ago. On Earth, during a war, I must go. Go? What do you mean, go? He's centuries in the past and hundreds of light years from here. How can you just go? I didn't transmit into the bowship like you did. I felt through the heavens for some trace of the Doctor, and luckily I found you. When I did, I stepped through space and time and found myself with you. You expect me to believe that? The Doctor has a ship. It's real. It's solid. Do you expect me to believe that you, all on your own, can step through time just like that? You felt it. You saw it. The Time Lords tamed the winds of time. They built ships to carry them safely through the Vortex. But my people never saw the need. We believe that if you throw yourself utterly, knowingly, into the currents themselves, they can carry you where you need to go. Trust me. Trust you? Yes. Come with me. All right. What do I need to do? The same thing you did before. Relax. Yes. Marin, where did you go? Before them stood eternity, vast and unending. In silence they sat, and when the weight of what they could see truly permeated them utterly, many shook in fear. For them I imagined vessels, safe and true. Using my gifts and their fear, they shaped the universe in their own image. While we held the majesty and did not cower, simply waited. 
Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Doctor Who, starring Mark Kalita as the Doctor and Adriana Melendez as Olivia Lepouet. The Unraveling, written by Stephen J. Cohen. Part 3. Are you okay? Yes. Why are they all staring at us? Come on. You saw what the women were wearing. What? Skirts and dresses. Oh, I see. So we're indecent. I wonder when we are. I wonder where we are. I don't believe it. That's impossible. Tweetius, is that you? Yes, Ida. I'm not sure what happened. I am sure that I am no longer orbiting Draconia. I tried to calculate my position using the celestial grid, but the results didn't make sense. How did you do this? It's Earth, Teresius. Then my calculations were not faulty. What can you tell us about where we are? Or when, for that matter? North America, United States, Massachusetts, the city of Lowell. The date? We have moved approximately 32 centuries into the past. Local date is calculated as 1847. How did you? You said that Theresius was more than a computer, that he could think and maybe even feel. That's right. Theresius is an Aurac system. He's not really a computer at all. He's sort of a meta-computer. He connects to other computing systems psychically. He even connected to my subconscious and scanned my dreams once. That's it. That's what happened. Theresius was part of our circle before we passed into the vortex. I knew I felt someone else there. So I have a psychic link with Theresius? You must. There is no other answer. There is one way to find out. Theresius, I need to test something. What are you doing? Shutting off my radio. Now let's see if this works. Theresius, can you hear me? Perfectly, Ida. How is this possible? I was just about to ask you that. Oh, don't tell me. Let me guess. Two girls, wet from the rain, sitting behind my boarding house. No money. Or decent clothes from the look of things. Okay, straight out. Does he have a place to stay? Do you have a job? No, we don't. Right then. Inside, both of yous. Now let's get this straight up front. This isn't a handout. It's strictly a business proposition. I need some help in the kitchen. I've got some dry clothes, which should fit and a few empty beds. It should serve you until you find a job in one of the mills. How's that sound? Wonderful! Thank you, Mrs... O'Hannigan. Molly O'Hannigan at your service. Now, let's get that soup to boil.
Why are we doing this? I was hungry, tired, and wet. It just made sense to me. We should be looking for the doctor. Teresius did a scan and found no alien technology. There aren't even any digital computers on this planet yet. According to Teresius, that kind of tech is still about a hundred years off. The doctor isn't here. We missed him again. I don't think so. On Draconia, I could feel that he had been there, even though it had happened thirty years earlier. I think, maybe, we're ahead of him this time. What do you mean? Wherever the doctor is now, I think he will be landing here. Soon. So we just wait for- Ida? Ida, my darling. Oh, can you serve the biscuits and gravy? And near and dear, can you take the coffee over to the sitting room? Thank you, girls. Oh, you both are such a treasure. Once you're done with that, meet me in the kitchen for our meal. Yes, Mrs. O'Hagan. Thank you. Oh, not at all, dear. Clara doesn't like it. She's worried. She shouldn't be. Well, she is. And, and and I am too. All them girls just disappearing. They were from your factory. One lived here, in Mrs. Lanigan's boarding house, too. Okay, I'm worried too, but you can't tell Aunt Clara that, okay? Promise me. Promise me, Michael. You'll be careful. Absolutely. I swear. Okay, then. I'll tell Aunt Clara that there's nothing to worry about. You're a saint. Don't be calling me that. Some more coffee, sir? No, I must be going. You will take care, Katie. Yes, Michael. I will. All my best to Erin and the children. Be well. You too, Katie. That man, your brother, he loves you very much. Yes, he does. Some coffee? Yes, please. What was that you were saying about people disappearing? You don't know. Everyone's been talking about it. Everyone's worried. My friend and I only arrived today. Fresh off the boat, Aria. Well, you need to know to be safe. Here, sit down. What's your name? Marin. Look, Marin. I don't know what they told you back home. The cloth mills in Lowell ain't what they used to be. Not since the disappearing started. Yes, money's good. Best a girl could hope for in this day and age. But it just isn't safe anymore. Did you know the girl that lived here that disappeared? Connie? Yes, I knew her. There you are. Mrs. O'Hagan set out a... What? What's going on? Kate, is it? Yes. Kate here was just telling me about something very interesting. Mill workers have been disappearing without a trace. Really? And they, they're there, working with you, beside you. Then... What? That's the odd part. You never notice when they disappear. What do you mean? I mean, until someone comes looking for them, like family from home, or a letter arrives from out of town, we all just keep going on with our lives, like they were never there at all. When Connie's uncle showed up looking for her, that's when we all suddenly realized that she was gone. It's like the memories of this person disappeared with the person. Poof. Like magic. Ida? Marin? Oh, those girls. Come now, if you want a warm supper. Wait, if you don't mind it cold, it's up to you. May I ask you some more about this later? Sure thing. I was planning on sitting by the fire and reading tonight. Nothing exciting. I could do with the company. Thank you. What was that all about? I'm not sure yet. 
But something is going on. I just don't know what. Ah, there you are. Talking with some of the girls. They are a sweet bunch, they are. Oh, which one caught your ear? Her name was... was... No. Ida? She had blonde. No, red. I think? Oh no, oh no! Where is she? Where is she? Ida? Ida! Her name was... Was... Oh god! Like I said, if you don't mind your supper cold. She's gone. She's gone. And none of them even know she was ever here. She's gone. It's dark in here. Are you sure this was her room? It feels empty in here. Empty of events. Just like that chair she was sitting in. Like all traces of her were just sucked right out of this place. Right out of time. She's completely gone. Do you feel that? What? What do you feel? We're not alone. Something is in here with us, and it's not human. It almost feels like... No. That's not possible. What? What's not possible? Time-sensitive beings fill space in a different way. Crotorians, Novacrons, the Time Lords, like the Doctor, even more so than others. The Doctor? Is he here? It doesn't feel right. It's not how I felt it in my dream. Stop it! You're talking in riddles! Is the Doctor here or not? Marin? Marin? <sighs> Teresius, I need your help. Marin's disappeared. She's vanished. Gone! You have been listening to Doctor Who, The Unraveling Part 3. Starring Mark Kalita as Omega, April Sadowski as Marin, Damaris Mannering as Ida, Stephen Kilcullen as Teresius, Olivia Arthen as Mina, David Drage as Magris, M. Ciro Garcia as Molly, Robin Carlyle as Kate, and Stephen J. Cohen as Michael. <laughs>